there, I'm Rebecca Kinney, the Professional Development Coordinator at Darlington, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Andrew Beckman, middle grade science teacher, and Justin Bruce, upper school learning specialist. We'll hear about their faculty development grants and learn more about the funds available to our faculty and staff each year for our professional growth. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Before we get started, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about our Faculty Development Fund Program. Darlington is very fortunate to benefit from the Thatcher Faculty Development Fund and the Carla and Leonard Wood Distinguished Faculty Fellowship to assist with professional growth. And each year, our faculty members have the opportunity to submit proposals to receive funding from these endowed grants. This all happens in February, and then we have a committee that reviews their proposals and they decide which will be funded for the next academic year. And for the 2021-22 school year, we had 33 professional development grants awarded, which we're very excited about. 31 of those were Thatcher grants, and two of those were Wood grants. So throughout the 21-22 school year, these grant recipients will have an opportunity to share what they have learned from their grants. They can do this through workshops, they can do this through lunch and learns, blogs, or things like we're doing today. They could do a podcast about their grants. Okay, so Justin, you applied for and received a Thatcher grant for this upcoming school year. Can you tell us a little bit about your grant? Yeah, absolutely. So I applied to go to the Learning in the Brain conference that's held in Boston every year. And this conference brings in speakers from all over the world uh, to talk about how our brains learn and uses science and research and data to back up how that learning process takes place. With my role at Darlington in the Learning Center, it is it is absolutely right up our alley to be able to take what we learn at these conferences and how the brain works and be able to translate that information back to our teachers and our students to help them be the best versions of teachers and students that they can be. Great, thank you. And Andrew, you applied and received two grants this year. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, that's right. Um, the first grant that I uh, applied for was one that really focuses a lot on the lab supplies and materials that we'll use in our middle grade science classrooms. The materials that we use change with every unit drastically, especially when you're thinking of um, sciences like life sciences, everything from dissection animals to microscopes to uh, even resources and the physical sciences just to simply build and engineer. So I found myself in a constant loop of recycling old materials, gathering items that uh, you might just ask for from parents or from colleagues. And I wanted to have a really solid inventory to be well prepared for the year and so the students are set up for their most successful selves. So it was very much a blessing to receive that grant. The other one that I received was for uh, our robotics team in the middle grades. Um, as well as teaching sciences in the middle school, I also do the robotics section which features an after-school activity and a competitive robotics team. Our robotics program is supported by the LEGO FIRST program, uh, and they have had a history of multiple different robots and robotic kits that all feature on a board, uh, a game board, if you will, to be able to do various challenges, and the students will program programs that are completely autonomous, or the robot will completely direct itself. And I found that with 
the robotics kits that are supported through this program, there's always new things that are being um, put in. There's old models that are being pushed out. And so to keep our program as up to date as possible, um, I put in to receive some new kits as well as some more additional support for our upcoming season. And I think you just went to a training for that, didn't you? That's right. Just uh, this past week, I went up to Chattanooga where our coaches had met to uh, sort of tackle the new challenges of this upcoming year after having such an odd year before, uh, obviously due to the pandemic. But uh, that meeting was great. And then even further in the past, I had made a trip up to Pittsburgh where I visited Carnegie Mellon University. Um, and we had a full week workshop where we completely did almost everything you can think of that these robots are capable of. And even something that I had learned on that trip um, was how the data inputs from these robots can be used in science experiments. Anything from temperature gauges to force gauges, um, things where the students would be able to see data appear in real time in front of them on their screens. Great, so both of you have applied for grants in the past as well. So Justin, how would you say that this grant program has really impacted you as a faculty member at Darlington? Well, I can say that the first time I went to the Learning in the Brain, uh, the topic was um, project-based learning. And uh, Howard Gardner was there as, a, as, the, as the keynote speaker. And that conference alone completely and absolutely changed the way I think of teaching. And um, I came back so excited with all, all kinds of new information and new techniques that we wanted to try. And I was, I was talking to, to teachers about what I've learned. I bought like six books to read about it. And I just realized that, that it was so easy to, to find that conference and go to it and soak up so much information that I, I just, I had to try to get back on the docket to go back again because it, it just, the, the bang for your buck, if you will, if you will, just uh, was, so, was so great. This conference just really, really set me up to be able to come back and help, like I mentioned earlier, help our teachers and students just be the absolute best versions that they could be. Awesome, and Andrew, same question. You've applied for other grants as well. How has that impacted you as a faculty member? Well, I think what it's um, done the most for me is helped me realize just how much more I'm capable of besides just teaching the sciences for these students. Um, I knew next to nothing about robotics when I first arrived here. So the process of me picking up this task and helping these students become successful in something new also allowed me to find my own success with this as well, um, to be able to learn something new. And I think Darlington does a great job of supporting its faculty to continue learning new things. And both of you, um, since you have applied for these grants, and as I mentioned earlier, a big part of the program is bringing it back, which you, of course, have mentioned, Justin. But what are some ways that you have brought this information back to the faculty um, through faculty meetings or maybe other means? How have you shared your knowledge? Yeah, uh, one of the unique things we have in the Learning Center is a really nice coffee bar. And so it, as it kind of started out as like a kind of, almost like a joke we started inviting people up to have coffee with us and we realized that this is actually a really good time to kind of sit and have 10-15 minute conversations with teachers and so as teachers would have their breaks uh, or during their lunch period they would swing up to the learning center and uh, pour a cup of coffee we have a really nice pour over station over here we now have a french press and we also have a keurig so 
Um, it is it is your all coffee needs spot, and uh, it turned into a great place for us to have conversations. And we kind of just casually use that time to share some of our thoughts and take in thoughts from other teachers and collaborate. And um, because you know, with everyone coming up, we would have uh, at times we would have an English teacher and a history teacher together, or we might have a math teacher and a science teacher sharing coffee together, and just kind of naturally shared thoughts with each other. So we actually had some really good conversations about what we had learned at our at our conferences and what we're doing professionally uh, in the professional development world. So that's how we're trying to kind of organically collaborate with our teachers over our learning center coffee bar. You should show up. Great, Andrew. Yeah, of course. So. Something that we really do a lot, especially during times where we have our professional development meetings, even weekly throughout the year, is we have an opportunity to share amongst the faculty in presentations uh, about some of this work that we've been able to do. Um, I've even had a presentation back this past fall of something that came out of the pandemic where I was able to create a weekly vlog update that I did for my classroom, usually on a Sunday evening. Uh, and it was something that I had a great amount of fun with. I was able to find cool vlog music to put in the intros, put some time lapses together. Uh, and really it was an additional skill I got uh, through that in terms of video editing. It was uh, a lot of fun to have, you know, an idea of something new to share um, that hopefully inspired others. Great, so an important part of our grant program too, to back up a little bit, in January we all create goals and we hope that creating those goals professionally will lead into the grant program. Um, so we'll go through this process again in February. Have you given any thought to what you may want to apply for in the future? You know, my kind of personal hobbies bounce around all over the place. And so I'm constantly thinking, how can I take what I'm kind of excited about, interested in, and share that with students or other faculty members? Uh, I know Owen uh, put together a grant where we did some outdoor adventures, which was just awesome. And it's perfect because Owen is the outdoor adventure guy. And so when you join him on one of those trips, it's just a different experience than what it would be like if you just kind of went by yourself. So right now I'm really interested in woodworking and we have a makerspace down here that is just phenomenal. And so I've been bouncing around ideas in my mind about how could I create a program or something that would get more students in the makerspace creating. Um, I think as we kind of get into this new next decade or two of informational technology and robots, uh, kids are going to need to have skills. They're going to be able to need to be able to make things. Um, and so I uh, have been bouncing around ideas about how I can get students in the makerspace making things. I haven't finalized it in my head yet, but that's kind of where I'm leaning. Great idea. What about you, Andrew? Have you thought about anything for the future? Well, I think Justin may have taken my answer slightly because <laughs> I've been thinking very similarly about finding ways for students to create um, completely from scratch. and. Robotics has gotten me thinking a lot about this because even though we're within the scaffold of the Lego first program for our robotics um, sort of developments that we do, um, there's plenty of things that students are able to do on their own with just um, spare parts or creations that they can make with themselves at home. So finding a way here at school to get them excited to go home and try to do something for themselves, whether it be um, soldering skills or just simple circuits or something that they could create their own little gadgets. Maybe they'll make, be able to make me an automatic door closer at some point, that'd be kind of fun. But um, something that would uh, allow them to expand their sort of digital creation skills as well as their sort of mechanical skills would be uh, a goal of mine to get some support for in the future. Right, so one thing I just love about our grant program 
And as you're listening to Andrew and Justin, it's not, of course, just about our professional growth, but they're always so student focused. And I really appreciate how every year you're willing to apply for a grant. I'm excited that you received this one this year, and I really appreciate how you give back to our faculty by teaching them about what you've learned. So just thank you so much, Andrew and Justin, for being on today's podcast. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you listen to podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe. Check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for a future episode, send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the Communication, Advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.